Welcome to Treasure Valley Podcast. I'm your host, Chuck O'Noctane. This episode is produced and sponsored by Lower Gentry Studios. Go to www.lowergentrystudios.com to check out some Treasure Valley original content, which includes a couple of feature films, a web series, some live concerts from local musicians. Those are super killer because right now you can't go to a concert and the only way you can see live music is through a screen unless you know someone and they're in your household or you're breaking the law. Speaking about breaking the law, let's talk about what's going on here in the Treasure Valley. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Governor Little extended the stay-at-home order last week. I'm sure you're all aware of that. So if you leave your house for non-essential business, you are a lawbreaker and you deserve to be punished. However, essential business is pretty broad. I'm going to read his order. My amended order, which is in place until April 30th, allows any business, facility, or service to open for curbside and delivery service. Further, businesses can now prepare to open their doors after April 30th, as long as they make preparations to meet certain criteria for social distancing, sanitation, and others. For now, this excludes certain businesses where people simply cannot safely social distance. He went on later to exclude nightclubs, bars, and gyms. If you've been watching the news, people are upset about this whole ordeal. Protests happened at the Capitol building in Boise, and Here's some interesting things. In Middleton, there's a gym that is currently open right now against the governor's stay-at-home order, against his definition of non-essential business. And this Saturday, there's going to be a bar opening, Slicks Bar in Nampa. So if you want to get a drink with people and disobey the law, you can go there. So this got me thinking. We got two extreme sides in the situation, and I'm going to point out why they're extreme here in a moment. But I'm going to help you decide which side you fall into best, whether you are a little Hitler or a COVID-idiot. Come pick a side, come pick a side. Don't matter what side you choose, you can't win this game. So get ready to lose. So now for the duration of this podcast, I'm going to think of little Hitlers as tyrants. Those are cruel or oppressive leaders. And COVID-idiots as someone who ignores the warnings regarding public health or safety. Previously, COVID-idiots were known as people that hoarded goods and not sharing them with their neighbors. This has been kind of an ongoing change in definitions for those COVID-idiots. So I think whether you're a little Hitler or COVID-idiot depends upon how much you fear the coronavirus. I don't think there's much debate that the coronavirus, once you catch it, can be deadly. New York City, obviously, extremely overwhelmed. There was also a situation in a rural area. The Smithfield Meatpacking Plant in South Dakota, which is in Sioux Falls, they have 3,700 employees. They shut down recently, April 12th. And as of now, 700 of those employees have COVID-19. So that's a pretty substantial percentage of their workers. That was a nasty outbreak. So it's dangerous. If you're in close proximity with people, there's a high likelihood you're going to catch coronavirus. However, I would like to read the statement from Slick's Bar's Facebook page. 
we have made the decision for ourselves as American small business owners to reopen next Saturday, April 25th. We are currently working on what our reopen will look like to fit the CDC orders. We understand that people have their opinions. Please keep in mind, it is your opinion, and on this subject matter, we truly do not care if you disagree. We refuse to be one of the small businesses that becomes extinct due to government overreach. The truth is, no one knows if how we're dealing with this is right or wrong. No one knows how this is going to play out for any of us. We can stand back and allow people who don't know our circumstances to decide our fate, or we can take massive action and decide our own. Just as we have the right as Americans to reopen, you have the right to exercise your freedom to choose to support our business or not support it while we take this stand for the days, months, and years to follow. The truth is, the government has shut us down out of fear of the unknown. Turns out, life is unknown. The truth is that we still have state sales tax due, bills, and state and county and city liquor licenses due, and no one has been given an extension as of yet. We applied for all the small business loans and received no help. So it is time to help ourselves because the same government that has put us in this position has no intention of helping us through this. The owners will be working the bar during this so our employees, if they ever receive an unemployment payment, can continue to receive them until they can return to shifts at full capacity. To quote Thomas Jefferson, when the people fear the government, there is tyranny. When the government fear the people, there is liberty. Stay tuned for the plan for adjusted hours of operation and much love to our Slicks family. Thank you from all of us at Slicks. So they're not getting any help at Slicks Bar. There was a bailout. However, it seems that small and medium-sized businesses are left out of it. Fitness Center in Middleton, they received permission to stay open from the local authorities, which is very interesting. So their standpoint is, we know what's going on here. The governor doesn't understand what our situation is. Let's look at some other situations with the coronavirus that are unfolding right now. In Sweden, there are no stay-at-home orders. It's all voluntary social distancing. As far as outbreak is concerned, they aren't high on the list of countries with cases. They're not low either. They're kind of in the middle. They're at about 1,500 per million individuals. United Kingdom is actually higher than them at 1,800, and same here at the U.S., 2,300. There was also a situation in Wisconsin where they were required to hold an in-person vote on April 7th. So that was two weeks ago. 34% turnout. So a lot of people went out to vote. They practice social distancing. And after two weeks, there are seven cases that can be tied to that event. It seems that there is a possibility people can take care of themselves without a mandate. Smithville Meatpacking Plant, however, was not able to do that. If you look into the history and the employee reports, there's a great article written by BBC World. They screwed up immensely. They did not take the threat seriously. Whether or not you are on the side of the little Hitlers or the Covidiots, it has to do with your ethics. Do you value the safety of the public as a whole? Or do you value your individual freedom and your right to put yourself in danger? Regardless of the grandstanding, our society was not ready for this situation. I have several solutions, but let's just focus on a couple of them. You've got problems. I've got problems. We've got problems. Here's the answer. So to look at these possible solutions, let's 
define quarantine and isolation. And this is from the CDC. Isolation separates sick people with a quarantinable communicable disease from people who are not sick. Quarantine separates and restricts the movement of people who were exposed to a contagious disease to see if they become sick. We're doing much more than those two things right now because the stay-at-home order is a result of us not being able to do enough testing. We don't have enough supplies. And regarding that stay-at-home order, this is the detailed verbiage. Any individual required by this directive to self-quarantine shall be responsible for any and all costs associated with the requirement to self-quarantine, including transportation, lodging, food, and medical care. So what we have is a situation where the government is meddling in public health policy and procedures. However, they do not guarantee medical care for its citizens. Also, they do not guarantee income for citizens outside of work. The strange situation in Sweden is that they do have universal health care, but um, according to Anders Tegnell, he's the epidemiologist for Sweden's public health agency, in regards to the open policy during coronavirus, he says the Swedish laws on communicable diseases are mostly based on voluntary measures, on individual responsibility. It clearly states that the citizens have the responsibility not to spread a disease. This is the core we started from because there's not much legal possibility to close down cities in Sweden using the present laws. Quarantine can be contemplated for people or small areas, such as a school or a hotel. But legally, we cannot lock down a geographical area. So in Sweden, they do provide medical care, but they also don't infringe upon individual liberty. Now, given the current paradigm in the future, if this situation happens again, I think one possible solution is if the government is going to require us to stay home and we lose our job, they need to take care of their citizens. So if you're going to mandate it, back it up. The other solution would be, let's not have a mandate, but let's hold individuals accountable. If you spread the disease, you can be legally responsible. I think that's fair. And we even have guidelines for that. In Idaho, it is illegal for you to transmit a sexually transmitted disease, a venereal disease. We already have precedents on that. We have legal precedents with HIV, specifically, of people being charged for spreading the disease. We need, we need to pick a side on this, and we need to pick a solution. I don't know what the answer is. It's kind of a giant mess right now, but hopefully we come out of it okay. Um, just so you know, there's one bit of interesting information I found out while I was researching this yesterday. From chapter 10 of the State Disaster Preparedness Act, I want to quote this. During the continuance of any state or disaster emergency, neither the governor nor any agency of any governmental entity or political subdivision of the state shall impose restrictions on the lawful possession, transfer, sale, transport, storage, display, or use of firearms or ammunition. So no matter what happens in this state, your guns are safe. Let's end with a joke from a hat. Take a joke from a hat when you read it a bet that you make someone laugh. It's a joke from a hat. Alrighty. If you ever get a smug sense of superiority from your hat, don't worry. It's not unusual. Hats are always on top. Dang. It's really coincidental that all of these jokes I keep pulling from this hat are actually about the hats, too. Wild. 
Thanks for tuning in. Go to www.treasurevalleypodcast.com to check out back episodes. If you want to check out some of the live music from performances that have visited us, go to lowergentrystudios.com forward slash live music and you can check those out. Hope you all are staying happy. Hope you all are staying healthy. Take care. <laughs>